Hey, wow, wow, welcome to the Glasgow Poetry Mafia podcast, an NFA special. This is number three, and I'm far too stoned to even pretend I'm hosting this episode. So, without further ado, uh, Buster. Hey guys, how's tricks? Anyway, uh, I was. Uh, I was over at an old friend's tonight, helping out. This guy kind of brought me up when I was younger. Introduced me a lot of things and the do's and the don'ts of what you do. And it brought back one memory that I grew up in my teenage years, early teens, outside Glasgow in a housing scheme. We were selling, me and one of my pals were selling acid and hash at the time. And we were getting a lot of these blotters, we aliens. And we'd been getting them for weeks and weeks and weeks. And if you walked up, if you walked down past these wee couple of streets with wee four high flats, gas flats in them, uh, at two o'clock in the morning, it was like walking about at two o'clock in the afternoon, the amount of people out there walking about. You'd married couples and all that out tripping and everything, it was brilliant. And then uh, one week we went over to get a 5,000 acid and a kilo of hash, and it was different acid we'd go to this time. And uh, these ones were called microdots which was a lot stronger than the blotters that we were used to taking. Every, everybody was used to taking, I should say. And so we used to sell three for a tenner. So we did, we gave, <laughs> we gave a few people. Uh, most people would just buy the three and take the three uh, and get a right good night with it. So anyway, people started buying three, getting a thing. But these ones were a lot stronger. We had a pal called Peachy, Peachy Stewart. <laughs> he took his three acid and started drinking a can of beer. Uh, we've all popped a couple of acid each, you know. Like I'm saying, I'm still selling hash and acid at this time, me and my mate. But we're with the rest of our gang and they're all starting, they've all took their acid. So we're all starting to trip at this time. Everybody's all coming up around about the same time. And Peachy, out of the blue, turns around and tells us that he's just shat his pants. <laughs> and you could smell it. And he did. He didn't half. Jesus, it was fucking coming out of the bottom of his denims and everything. So, we didn't know what to do. We all tripped out or not. Guns are panicking. Other ones are laughing like fuck. Other ones are Paris screaming at them. Other ones. Some are wanting to fucking throw them in a bush. Other ones are wanting to run away. I mean, it was just chaotic. Anyway, I I phoned a taxi for them. And it was a private hire. Guys came down, I think it was a Sierra or something we had at the time, the driver. And I said, listen, you might take him up to Bell's Hill. There's a wee place called Bell's Hill. He stayed. You might take him up to Bell's Hill with the driver. Drivers like that. I smell shit. <laughs> he getting shit on his throat, on his shoes. 
on the back seat, looking at the back window, like some gas field. He wouldn't let him sit down. So mm-hmm. we sent him home. He goes, he was going home and get changed, shower and change, yeah. and then come back out. But we never seen him for about five weeks. <laughs> uh, huh? And it was, uh, it was just seeing my pal John again, and he brought back that wee memory there. Oh shit, uh, man! It was, it was pretty funny when you you think about it because of the way it happened. Yeah. yeah, that's a hell of a memory. Right. Uh, I just thought I would share that with you. Yeah, man, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. <laughs> You're welcome to it. And okay. that is a true story. <laughs> yeah. We'll catch you guys later, alright? Alright, take it easy, guys. Alright.